Hi, this is Mike Rothman. Again, again, we're here for the Tech Strong Research Review. Uh, I think this is episode five. We're up to episode five with my partner in crime. Single digits, still single digits. So we're 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 still figuring things out. We're 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 working through, um, you know, some of the uh, the stuff. Um, I'm here with Mitch Ashley, who you know, per usual, my uh, colleague at Tech Strong Research, um, also CTO. So he keeps the uh, the trains running and the and the sites up and um, the the thingies thinging. I guess the is, is moving or whatever they do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know, I feel and, like doing this uh, a new series like this. It's kind of like rebuilding a classic car. Okay, let's build the dashboard part right now. And okay, you work on the upholstery back here. We got the paint. We got those little headlights on. We can. Run drive the car but we still got some finishing work to do you that's bet. what this is kind of like figuring out yeah. getting, getting, we'll, getting we'll your legs under you and kind of getting with get together what the show is about so but it's yeah. fun it's creative work. it is yeah we're, we're we're having fun and and i'm mike rothman so you know the head of tech strong research and and chief strategy officers tech strong group um and this week I'm still laid up pretty much. So, you know, um, I've uh, my good news is started physical therapy. So making progress on that front, starting to bend the knee a little bit, doing some exercises. Um, I'll be up and around before you know it. But unfortunately, I will not be able to make it to KubeCon. So that was going to be one of my, you know, marquee trips, you know, in the in in the fourth quarter of this year to go to start to meet everybody and get uh, into the, the cloud native kind of world, right? You know, it's just something I hadn't really been exposed to. Obviously, I can't travel at this point quite yet, so I'm going to need to miss the show. But the good news is here on Tech Strong Research Review, uh, we're going to give you a sense of the things that you should expect if you go out to KubeCon, the things that I think uh, the industry really needs to start to hear. Um, and, you know, again, maybe a couple of other tidbits of, of you know, kind of day one uh, events or, you know, kind of early events that you can go to if you're interested in, you know, some specific projects uh, and the like. Uh, and and I'll kind of look at it from, from the standpoint of being the noob, right? You know, I'm still figuring out, I'm getting my sea legs in this whole, you know, cloud native uh, infrastructure environment, you know, Kubernetes and, and a lot of the associated service mesh technologies. And see, I'm starting to get the vernacular song i i, I you know there's sounding good you know, yes. going into details you're good start again you know you wouldn't have any idea that i don't know what i'm talking about yet would you um well yeah you know it, it it strikes me as as kind of an environment where every time you go to a major gathering of the industry in a place where we are maturity wise relative to cloud native infrastructure, I think we want to start to see more and more of those enterprise type capabilities, right? And again, I, I can just kind of throw out their service mesh. We can talk about observability uh, a little bit, but these things that are really critical foundational pieces that allow us to start rolling out more enterprise ready enterprise centric types of applications on cloud native infrastructure so i don't think it's a widgets thing at this point i don't think it's a new shiny feature thing at this point i think it's really a we want to start maturing the cloud native environment to the point where maybe less aggressive or less early adopting type of companies start to feel comfortable uh, making significant both investments and deployments on cloud native infrastructure. And, and that's not saying it's not happening, to be clear, right? We are seeing that, you know, all over the place, but it's a, it's a continuum. 
And and relative to that continuum, I do think it'll be great, you know, hopefully to see in Detroit next week. Um, you know, uh, I guess it'll be this week because we record the week earlier. So, uh, you know, by the time you get this, hopefully you're in Detroit and uh, and and what you'll see um, is is an, a gradual maturing of of the cloud native infrastructure environment. What, what, do, what do you think about that, Mitch? Am I full of crap or, or you know, kind of how what do you react? And how do you well, react? I think you see things all on the spectrum, right? And in, in your point about sort of the adopting and when do the early adopters get involved and the later adopters get involved. So this will this will air on Tuesday. Tuesday, I'm actually going to the one day open telemetry unplugged hotel unplugged conference. So that'll be good. Um, Austin Parker, who I co-host the SRE show, check that out. It's a really good. Yeah, show. Plug, plug the SRE show, Mitch. Don't, it don't it is. It's hot. I mean, <laughs> the viewership on that is really. I mean, it's it's grown a mess. It's 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 a hot topic, and you know, because it covers, of course, uh, observability and lots of stuff when we talk about SRE. But it's a it's a great day. It'll be really a nice chance to kind of get a little deeper into what's happening with people in the in the hotel world. Um, which I'm very excited about. So that's part of what I'll be doing. And of course, you know, so I'll reference back to Valencia just because that's another example, you know, KubeCon um, back in Spain, yeah. KubeCon Europe. It's, it, it, I commented at the time, like, oh my God, it's so refreshing. Uh, it, I found my people. It's people wearing t-shirts and backpacks, right? It's developers. It's people writing software. It's it's uh, in addition to security people and other folks, et cetera. But it's the people that are both using, um, like using open telemetry, but also people that are working on open telemetry or and everything else, right? Um, but to your comment about maturity curve, I always look at the companies that are involved in those projects, you know, because you'll have you have an open source project that. Um, this company created something, they, they, they made it an open source project or, or it was really started as an open source project, right. but it's still kind of built around that company, right? And, and that's perfectly fine. Nothing wrong with that. And they may even have a wide adoption like OpenNMS. Um, I talked to David, David Eustace last week. Um, I think he'll be on the week this airs. Um, who's been with that project for 17 years. So you, you could have a company that, and, and that's run in the biggest networks in the world by far. And you can also have very new projects that are have kind of get gotten kicked off when the company got kicked off. And then you have things like, you know, Otel and that have Google and Microsoft and, and Sumo Logic and Lightstep and everybody, you know, big, big players involved in it. So all that to say, I think, by going to this, even if you're not an open source developer, we're all open source users, you really get a feel for what's going on. Um, and you can talk to people who you can ask lots of questions to, who may also have a lot of questions, but that folks are there. I mean, you want to talk to John Morello, you know, from Prisma Cloud. You want to talk to uh, Priyanka Sharma from CNCF. I mean, you know, all these folks are there. They're in keynotes, they're doing talks. Um, this is where you go find those people and you'll be able to talk with them and learn right as well as contribute no that that's right and 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 i think at this stage of the cloud native you know kind of industry and and that development that community is critical and and obviously you know the whole open source thing is predicated upon community uh right that's that's kind of a foundational aspect of that but can i remember you know back in the day when we were starting to struggle with you know kind of how 
to, you know, secure a lot of these new open systems and, and how to start thinking about cloud and what that means and, and the use of a lot of the community aspects, whether it was at a con or via, you know, a Twitter community or the security bloggers network or just mechanisms to meet folks and build that type of community um, that's really it's it's instrumental in in helping, you know, develop both the the underlying, you know, substrate that we build a lot of these new applications on, but also to get the community involved in whether it's an open source project, whether it's, um, again, a specific technology, whether it's stuff that's happening internal to their organization, having resources and the ability to rely on different folks, again, I think is um, something that uh, that's great. And and it's an opportunity to do that at KubeCon. Um all the vendors, you know, all the companies that are in there, you know, trying to make their name in in uh, open source and and cloud native infrastructure will be there. So lots of opportunities to to see new products and and blinky objects and shiny things. But I really want to hone in on and and this was the thing that you know kind of I was most overwhelmed by when when going through the process of figuring out what was KubeCon was about. There were forty or fifty different events you can go to surrounding the conference, mm-hmm. right? So you're going to OTI Day. I was going to go to a service mesh looking thing, and you know each open source project has a meeting for their folks, and it's kind of like birds of a feather on steroids, right? And it's just you you just have these communities of interests that you know kind of decide they're going to you know get together on a Monday or Tuesday um, before you know the big show starts on on Wednesday. Um, And it really is, again, it was just, it was overwhelming to look at all these different options. Like, I mean, you know, for somebody getting, getting into it, um, but you just got to start somewhere. Right. And, and I think that's really the, the, the main point is when you're at this stage of the market, I don't think it, there's, there isn't a wrong decision, right. In terms of, of which area of the environment you decide to, to focus on, because, you know, there are requirements and there are opportunities everywhere. That's, you know, what are you interested in or what do you want to learn about, right? You can either dive deeper or, you know, broaden out. It reminds me a bit on a really small scale. I used to work in the cable industry uh, and there was an organization called uh, Cable Labs and they had a similar kind of conference, tiny, tiny, tiny compared to this. But there's the point being there's an organization over this that puts together a conference and then alongside of it, front and back on, on the bookends are project meetings and people would come early, stay late, go to the project meetings, all that they're involved in those kind of things for setting standards, whatever it is. And this is the same thing on a macro mega scale with CNCF. And so it isn't just an open source conference on, on cloud native, right? It isn't like some, you know, Mitch and Mike's open source conference, right? right. This is Lynx Foundation, CNCF, who sort of is an organization under uh, under Linux Foundation, who really is responsible for supporting open source projects that kind of fit under the the, the moniker of of cloud native, and you know, it's really mature. It's not like you know we're out on our own frontier writing open source software. You know, you, you bring a, a project into uh, CNCF or into the Linux Foundation, they've got resources for you to help support your project, get it going, take it to the next level. How do we address security? How do we address distribution community? All of those things. And, you know, it's more than having a GitHub, GitHub page, got to have that. But, you know, it's that's that's what it's about is there's a whole ecosystem around supporting all of these projects and the companies involved. And then you get to kind of go hear what they're doing together too. I think that's the other thing that's easy to 
forget about is, you know, um, you know, open telemetry used to be different, the two different projects, and then they merged, right? So those things happen all the team, all the time. Or we're, we're reaching this maturity level on on this particular open source project. I'm not going to pre-announce anything because it'll come out. But um, my point being is there there is a lot of momentum and support and ecosystem around open source that wasn't there when in my snort and Nessus days, you know, back in the early 2000s, we were just Lone Ranger projects doing open source. So it's amazing how mature this is an industry. It's it's not a sort of a side interesting thing no. anymore. It really is mainstream. It, it, it is. And, and, and I think it's really a response to decades of a handful of customers really determining what or a handful of companies rather right determining how you're going to build deploy and manage technology um and I, yeah, I mean i think that that you just got to a point where where folks got sick of it right and and you know the reality is haven't made a lot of inroads on the actual end user device side of things per se but from an infrastructure standpoint what underlying technologies you're going to use how you're going to leverage those uh in in cloud environments really the openness and portability uh requirements and and we recently did a report with our pals at Linode. Uh, and, and it really kind of got into, you know, just some of the requirements that customers had for their next generation cloud platforms. Uh, and it was really interesting because, we, you know, we took a little bit of a developer centric view uh, of the world there. Uh, and it was, again, the, the, the data was interesting in terms of just um, how the uh, expectation was for better support, right? Core primitives, you know, things like managed containers and compute and storage. And all these things are table stakes at this point, right? It's really fundamentally changing how we are building technology to get us out of this hammerlock that a handful of companies have had over the last, you know, 25, 30 years in terms of how we build, deploy, and manage technology. Again, I just think it's tremendously exciting, you know, looking at it from the standpoint of just trying to figure out how to protect things um, to, you know, really kind of open up and democratize how stuff gets, again, built, deployed, and, and managed, I think is a great opportunity. So, you know, I don't want to belabor the point, Mitch, uh, but KubeCon is, uh, you know, by the time you see this, KubeCon will be uh, up and, and running. Um, and I think it's a great opportunity. And obviously, there'll be a ton of coverage uh, on TechStrong TV, as well as through DevOps.com and uh, Security Boulevard and Cloud uh, Container Journal. So we're going to be doing a, a ton of stuff around around KubeCon. Um, and I know you wanted to talk a little bit about uh, another announcement that that uh, some of our friends are doing as well before we wrap up. Yeah, I wanted to mention a couple of things because I wrote uh, a couple articles last week. Um, you'll find on one on DevOpsCom, one on uh, Container Journal. Uh, SolarWinds came out with their announcement, kind of the entree into observability. And, you know, we all know SolarWinds from, they've collected a lot of different products, right? They've been in kind of a, the buying spree type of approach for a while, like many company ha companies have. But I thought what was interesting, and I've had some time to spend with them and talk a little bit about what they've been doing is 
they they launched a SaaS service. So it's not all on-prem kind of products. And their SaaS service kind of ties all of the all the technologies they use from you know endpoint security to network management, network security, log aggregation, dot, 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 kind of all the things. And what they're trying to do is well, first of all, it's built in a cloud native way. It's built, you know, they're using using the dog food, if you will, which I think is important, just like it's important for companies to if you're going to talk about DevOps, you got to do it. You know, you know, DevOps is not a, a a visual sport. It's a participation sport. So it's cloud native, right? And so they've taken that approach. And I wrote an article called The Transformation of Observability, where we're, we're at a point where log aggregation and alerting and tracing are, yes, core fundamental to observability, but that's not all, right? The complexity of the world, most organizations in, especially large enterprises, is they have not three of everything. They have a hundred of everything. And it spans, you know, multiple companies. They've acquired data centers, clouds, la, 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 applications. And being able to, what I call the silver thread, which is what developers talk about, sort of what's the line that takes you from that to that to know why that's an issue. And to be able to measure uh, digital experiences with customers. Oh, that's my dog. That's my alarm system, my 12-legged three-dog alarm system. <laughs> and uh, so it, it, I wrote an article about the, the transformation of observability with a few thoughts and talks a lot about open telemetry. And I also did a, an article with a colleague of mine, Donald Lutz, who has been on some of our stuff, um, super brilliant guy. He works with IBM now and, and consults with companies on uh, their transformations and their move into the cloud. And it's talking about sort of the maturing of Kubernetes in an organization, kind of this idea of Kubernetes as a service, because there's so much knowledge that you gain and you need to, to effectively run it. You want to do that 14 times across the organization. You know, can you can you coalesce that more than a center of excellence, but maybe you do it kind of a Kubernetes as a service, either yeah. internally or externally with your partner. So long diatribe. I'll put I'll put a couple of links in the in the description. For us, if folks want to check out those articles, yeah, no, that's great, that's great. And um, so, any other parting thoughts, Mitch, before we we wrap up this this episode of the Textron Research Review? You know, we're hitting the, the we're running towards the holiday season here, so this is like the you know get it all in before the end of the year. Go to the conference, go to this, do that. We're sort of in that mode. I'm, I know all of us are. So <laughs> we're, we're 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 running towards the goal. And uh, the holidays, we are, and and that brings up uh, actually an, an an important concept, right? And that's that's the planning cycle for 2023, mm -hmm. right? So what what again? What technology are you going to start to embrace? What Skunkworks projects are you going to start to kick off? What new technologies uh, are you going to start to experiment with? Um, again, what are the business functions? I know that's something that we focus uh, pretty heavily on with um, you know uh, digital CXO. And the digital and business transformational um, aspects of that, uh, and we are going to kind of at least give you our perspective uh, on how all those things shake out at Predict Twenty Three. So if you haven't signed up for it yet, get that done. Uh, it's going to be exciting. We're we're ramping up the research engine right now uh, to you know start to figure out you know again who we're going to talk to and what. Um, folks are going to be involved. So if you have some interest in being involved in, in our predict research cycle, please reach out info at techstrongresearch.com. That'll get to someone, right? 
Yeah, right? it gets to us. Yep. Right. Info <laughs> at research at techstrongresearch.com. Uh, love to chat with you about, you know, kind of what we're planning and, and how folks can get involved. Uh, and with that, let's wrap up episode five, I think, of, of Tech Strong Research Review. And uh, we will see you next week after Mitch has been cooped and I've been cooped up. So there I think that's a, a, a good way to put it. There you go. We'll see everybody next week. <laughs>